one and all to a very special... I don't really know what this is going to be called, but we'll call it the Man of Steel cast. Uh, where we just check out the five Superman films and maybe some animated features. Um, leading up to the release of Man of Steel in theaters this summer. Uh, joining me, we have James. Afternoon, gentlemen. And we have David. You will believe a man can fly. You will believe a man can fly. It has been over 30... I, mean, I think this is the 35th anniversary of this film this year. At yep. 36, I think. Um, and honestly speaking, it is still my favorite tagline for a movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, so, it's, it's really the best I've ever heard. It, it's definitely up there. Like Even just that, that main poster with just the logo and streak is just a beautiful piece of work. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I think what's very special about it, I mean, especially being, is that this movie predates all of us. None of us were around when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it stuck around beyond that film, and it, you know, it still resonates with this generation and your generation and stuff like that, is just a testament to how great it is. <laughs> but, um,. I, I mean, just before we get started, if you haven't seen Superman, here's a brief synopsis. I mean, it's basically the origin of Superman, but we're going to start with my good friend Wikipedia. The film depicts Superman's origin, including his infancy as Kyle uh, of Krypton. Or, I forgot how Mario Brando says it, but he drops like, it's like Krypto. Krypto? Krypton? Krypto. And his youthful years in the rural town of Smallville, disguised as reporter Clark Kent, he adopts a mild-mannered disposition in Metropolis and develops a romance with Shane while battling the villainous sex shooter. So, I mean, you pretty much get the tenements of a Superman story here. You get Superman, you get Smallville, you get Clark, you get the explosion of Krypton, you get Shane, you get the ex-shooter, you get the death of his dad. Um, and it all comes together well. It uh, ha- almost, I, ha- well. almost well. Almost <laughs> well. Yeah, well, it's not. I meant it's. I mean, you got to fly around the world to to make it work. Well, 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 we we'll get to the ending in a bit because <laughs> I, I I do think that's a sticking point for a lot of people. Um. Yeah. Good. Uh. Okay. But yeah. Uh, What's interesting, and we've all watched this film for, for this um, recording, is that it's, I mean, it's an origin tale, which you kind of get used to in superhero films as nowadays, but it's interesting in, re- in the regards to the fact that you actually don't see the main characters. Like, you see Clark, and you see Elvis. Like, there's a really quick scene with Elvis on the train, but you don't see Christopher Reeves, and you don't see Margaret Kidder for almost an hour in this film. Um, they have a different actor playing young Clark, a different actress playing on Lois, and Ma and Pa Kent don't really become fixtures in the film universe at all. So it, it was interesting going back to that and seeing that because I don't know many films that would keep the main characters out of view for that long. I mean, I guess at the time they would have had Mario and Brando for like the first 20 minutes, and that would have been enough to kind of draw people into it. Yeah, the only film I can think of that that comes close to that is 2001 A Space Odyssey because like I mean what is it for the dawn of man is at the beginning it's like 40 minutes or however long before we get into the uh to on the spaceship or we otherwise follow the, the crux of the story but yeah no it's it's definitely surprising that it took so long to get to it and I, I believe that was one of my main criticisms when I first 
uh, saw the movie several years ago. But uh, going back to it, I can definitely see what the point of it was. And actually, uh, Superman 1 and 2 were both filmed at the same time. So they were really, really conscious of uh, the whole Krypton story. And so what they were really doing was setting up the, the second, the sequel for Zod. That's what the whole point of it, the long beginning was for, was trying to make sure that it didn't feel like we were just dropped into all of this. And so I understand what it was for it, when you read about how they were filmed together. But yeah, when you definitely, when you just watch it, it's, it yeah, seems like it's such a long burn. It, it, you know, we'll, we'll touch on this next week more, but it's also kind of funny because, you know, if the whole purpose of the start was to kind of get Krypton and get the three Kryptonian side and Ursa and Nam kind of out there, it's really funny because all of that is kind of thrown away with Superman 2 when they switch directors. So it's like they had this huge buildup and then it's just kind of dropped from the next film or, you know, the important stuff is. But that, you know, is kind of restored in the Donna Cut. But again, we'll get to that next week. Um, so yeah, around I think it's around the 45-minute mark is when we finally get to Metropolis with Clark and Christopher Reeves. And, you know, there are a lot of you know, for you know, for a lot of people, myself included, I always say Kevin Conroy's my Batman, um, and, and even more so than the live action ones. And I think, as far as you know, like Christopher Reeves is Superman. He has been Superman, and everybody who has come since then has always tried to up to his legacy. Oh, but yeah. I think, I think also what's very enduring about his portrayal is his Clark Kent. Um, I mean, in some cases, he may go a bit too overboard with the very mild-mannered and dorky Kent. Yeah. But but it works, and this is why a lot of people find it hard. I mean, like there are, there are a lot of things he does in his performance that seem minor, but they add up to it. Like when he's Clark Kent, he slouches over a bit so that, you know, he, he you don't see how built he is and he's kind of goofy and, you know, he's always, he speaks softly and he has, a, he has his voice is a bit more high-pitched. Um... But it's all these things that adds up to this this the secret identity in some ways because I mean I'm curious do you think Superman or Clark Kent is the secret identity um, for the character? I generally go by the uh, the Kill Bill rule where Clark Kent is the secret identity that he created for himself. Like I he is yeah he is at his core Kal El Superman and he creates this as his way to blend in with humanity. So yeah, so yeah, his portrayal as Clark is great. I you know watching this and this sometimes is an issue going back to older movie stuff. Is his his pursuit of Lois is kind of creepy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But it seems like a Man of Steel is making it up by her being his creepy stalker for several years. But I mean, but I mean, it's not even so much that you know, it's not even so much that it's creepy or not or whatever. It's like. He spends, like, when they first meet, like, literally, I think the first day they meet, he follows her around like a puppy. Like, he goes into the bathroom with her. Yeah. Um, he follows her when she leaves the building. He follows her into an alleyway. Yeah. Um, it's like, he's just really, really clingy to her. And I... Well, it should be noted that when she saw him, and he said how he sends a paycheck home to his mom, she says, is there more like you at home? Because, so she, there was an attraction both ways. But, yeah, he... He definitely was like, it's almost a little weird in hindsight because you're almost looking at it and it's like, wow, he was almost, yeah, as you said, like stalking her. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you'd think his parents would have raised him a bit better than that with their 
good old Kansas upbringing. <laughs> but, I, I mean, to be fair, I mean, and I guess this is somewhat of a redeeming quality. It's not like he's stalking her. To, like he's not constantly asking her out or anything. He actually doesn't ask her out. I don't think at all in this movie. Um, it's just kind of like he's kind of smitten with her from the from the word go, and it's kind of creepy how much he um does cling on to her and stick to her. Uh, but it, you know, their relationship has always been the the tent pole of the franchise, and it's interesting to see because she doesn't really give him the time of day. She does, like, I don't know if it's an attraction there, but she does seem to actually have a fondness for him as a person, and you know that's something that comes through in the second one as well, where they they, they do have a friendship. Um, yeah. So that's important. It's just really weird to watch in hindsight how how clingy he actually was to her, though. Yeah, but Chris, but just to touch up on what you already said, though, Christopher Reeve, though, is the definitive Superman, in my opinion. I mean, as an as an artist myself, anytime I'm illustrating Superman, I break out my Christopher Reeve photos and I look at it over because he is Superman, in my opinion. Yeah, and we'll, we'll kind of get to the problem with that in with Superman Returns, where yeah. you basically have Brendan Ralph trying to do a Christopher Reeve impersonation. Yeah. Instead of being his own guy, but yeah. And speaking of, and this is another thing that you know you probably won't see often anymore. It's just about an hour. I want to say about an hour and twenty minutes before we actually see Superman. Well, actually, no, we see Superman emerge out of the Fortress of Solitude earlier on. But the first time we see Superman in action is about an hour and twenty minutes in. <laughs> yeah. And and then as soon as he appears, he just launches onto the scene. Really, I mean, he stops a robbery. He uh, saves the what is it the, uh, the the president's plane. I mean, he's he has, he's had a busy first day though, so <laughs> it's quite an appearance. Yeah, it's quite an appearance. And again, it's you know, I kind of going back to it. It's one of my favorite introductions to a character in a movie. Uh, when he saves Lois, and he's like, "Don't worry, Miss, I got you. You've got me. Who's got you?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where you think after 30 plus years of it being riffed on and satired that it would just descend into cliche, but it ends up having this roundabout effect where it just has this really beautiful timeless quality to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's simple. It's, you know, it's not, it's not a scene that's played too long, and it's not like she doesn't, you know, they don't harp on it. That's the one line that she has, and it's a natural reaction. It's like, what are you doing? Like, how are you doing this? It's not like, oh, you know, he's an alien or something. She's just kind of mystified by how this guy has a helicopter in one hand and has her in the other hand. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we do get a... Um, we do get a montage of Superman rescuing people. And again, you have similar reactions to Lois. I mean, none of them, I think, stick out as well as hers. But, you know, it makes sense. She's the, she's the second main character of this film. But uh, I, I like the one with the airplane where the, the, the pilot's like, you don't, we won't for you, but just keep yeah, trying. fly. <laughs> just fly. <laughs> <laughs> And there's the one where he... I think he literally stops to save a kitten in a tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, again, it, you know, and, and in hindsight, you know, this is this is an old movie. A lot of this stuff probably wouldn't have play, wouldn't play as well because they're not high action set pieces. Yeah. Um, actually, I think we can say that about this entire movie is that there is no real high action set piece. He doesn't really engage in battle with anybody because nobody can stand toe-to-toe with him. 
Yeah. It's usually him just averting some type of disaster, plane crash, a helicopter falling, saving a kitty, and of course the climax of the missiles. But there is no actual. I don't think he throws a punch in this film. Um, no, I, think, I don't think he does. No. <laughs> like yeah, but maybe but, there was the one bit in that montage where I think he was fighting off some bandits. I think he might have thrown one, but I, other than that, I don't think there was. I think that with the bandits, I could be mistaken. I know they hit him with a crowbar. And it like it, it vibrates, and I think the next thing we see is like them all <laughs> in police custody. But I, you know, you could be right there. And again, you know, kind of going back to what we said about the setup, is that they do kind of go back. You know, like this was setting up the second one, and the second one is a lot more physical. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those. I, I, it's one of those things where I don't think a lot of this would have played well. I, I mean, not to you know, not to jump forward too much, but it's kind of what Superman Returns does. It's like a lot of Superman Returns is him saving stuff, but it doesn't play as well because there isn't much of to engage you into these set pieces as there was with the Reeves film. Yeah. Um, well, and, yeah. I mean, that was the thing though about it is is it really? I mean, what was it? Nineteen seventy-eight when it came out. I mean, so I'm sure it was like yep. probably the Dark Knight of its time. But today, though, it kind of it does feel really campy, which is sad because it's not. It really isn't. But again, yeah, it is. It, it plays out a little campy because, yeah, as you said. And then I think that Gene Hackman as uh, Lex Luthor, I couldn't take him seriously at all. You know. Uh, I, and and, and I, I, let's get to that because like, if we keep on saying it's you know like the main like Luthor's introduced kind of like middle of the road in the film, but he doesn't become a presence until. Pretty much when the climax is needed. Um, but, yeah, Gene Hackman, going back, I think especially being that we're kind of accustomed to Lex Luthor businessman yeah. now, is kind of an odd thing to watch. But at the time, Lex Luthor was this kind of over-the-top mad scientist in the comics. And I really don't think his portrayal as a businessman became mainstream until he always talked the new yeah. adventures of Superman. So that would have been, what, 92, 93? And then, of course, the amazing Lex Luthor in the Timbers. But yeah, it, like he, he's played for camp. He's you know, like he's, he literally calls himself Lex Luthor, the greatest criminal mastermind of all time. Yeah, um, yeah, that that's kind of the thing that when I first saw the Superman movie, that was the thing that I was really criticizing the movie for. Was like, was that I, I couldn't take him seriously at all because you know my I don't know about you guys, but my my first experience really with Black Luthor as a villain is from the Smallville series. With Michael Rosenbaum. So we were talking about Exu, the greatest criminal mastermind of a generation, and the hairdresser of this film. <laughs> Used car salesman extraordinaire. Yeah. And, yeah it, was, it, it was actually really bad, but I, I thought I, for the time it must. I'm sorry. I, I actually really enjoy it on a certain level. Like it is a very broad, very broadly drawn silly. But I think it more or less works. Like it has a very nice um, sort of contrast with the very grandiose, majestic Christopher Reeve Superman. Have this really sort of lowbrow kind of scheming villain type. It, 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 it's it's not it's not it's not Luther that I mind so much. I think I my issue kind of is more like Otis, because if Luther is the greatest criminal mastermind yeah. of a generation, why does he? Why does he have an associate who's like a bumpy idiot around him? 
Hey, well, he brings that up in the movie. What does he say? I don't remember it, but he does bring it up. He says something like how, like, I don't know, somebody asks him a question, and he says, like, like for example, why do I surround myself with such idiots, you know? But, I mean, he brought that up at one point, if I remember right, but he did not, like, explain why. He just brought it up. So I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. It was obviously for comedic relief to make a kid laugh. And I didn't mind it so much, to be honest. I mean, it, it was... Like, I didn't mind it. You know, I, I Miss Tessmark, I understood. She's kind of a romantic interest, and she's kind of there for the climax again to help Superman. But Otis just seemed... I don't... Did Otis do anything well in this film? Like, he seems to be... He seems to mm. set Luther back every time. That's one thing that they had in common, right? Was uh, um, his weight and his IQ, 200, right? <laughs> um... And I guess finally we can talk about the plot, which I guess was a thing back then, because I believe a Bond film uses the same exact plot, which is that you can sink part of California to raise your property value. I yeah, think I, that was um uh, the last. It was the last uh, Roger Moore one with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, a few to yes. kill. <laughs> and they, these were both around the same time, around the late seventies, early eighties. So. Was I guess that was a thing people were thinking about, or <laughs> the Californians were very afraid of the ocean. Yeah, I, I think the San San Fernando fault or something like that. If you did it well, <laughs> but yeah, it was. <laughs> it's really interesting that this popped up twice. But um, like, again, and, and obviously, you know, obviously real touch on Superman Returns, but they really did rehash this all over again with Superman Returns, and. uh it's not. It's obviously. It's it. It fits with the with Lex Luthor as the villain he is. It it, it would. It could not have been any more devious with how he with how Hackman portrayed Luther. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I mean the, the the whole point is at the end of the day is to give Superman double jeopardy. Luther sets off two missiles or rockets in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. One's heading towards California. One's heading towards New Jersey. Personally speaking, I would have had him throwing up New Jersey, but um, <laughs> one of the things that came out, uh, came out, I think, and we skipped over this part, um, the interview with Ilwis saying, and the, uh, can you can you hear what I, can you read my mind monologue, is that Superman never dies. I don't necessarily think that's a superpower. Um, and yeah, that, we that's just his uh, super morality. And, yeah. and, and and we also kind of know that's not true because he dies all the time because Clark Kent isn't Superman or he he doesn't go around telling people he's Superman. An eye by omission is still an eye. <laughs> um, but Clark yeah, but yeah, we um, yeah well yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we end up with double jeopardy. Yeah, I- Go on. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to say that, yeah, I, I think that that's, I mean, obviously that's what the, the comics had to battle with and everything as well, about the whole lying, whatever, but I mean, I mean, it's sort of the greater good variable, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think, I mean, I, I I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't remember if this is true or not. I don't remember that being a thing in the comics where Superman can never lie. I, I don't know why he would be incapable of it. 
I didn't. Uh, I, I read this article on the Comic Vine website years ago. It was something something like that. Was they were touching on the? Uh, it, he says he can't lie, but then he's a habitual liar. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he's capable of lying. He lies all the time. He lies in the climax of part two, majorly to get over to beat the villains. So it's, he's, he is capable of doing it. Um, but, you know, yeah. he did say it in the interview, Miss Tessmacher brings it up, so he promises to save Miss Tessmacher's mother in New Jersey, and this kind of is a very dark scene for Superman, or any superhero movie, where the main love interest is killed, crushed yeah. to death yeah. in her car. Um, which leads to one of the goofier moments in the entire franchise. I would say second goofiest to the um, the S from Superman 2, which we'll go to next week. Um, <laughs> Superman spinning back the rotation of the Earth to go back in time. Alright. I love Superman. It's thing to wonder. I don't... I don't think that that's possible. Spinning around the world and doing everything he did. I don't think it's possible at all. I think it's fun. I don't think he knew it was but, possible. Like, sorry? Did, did did he actually know that that was going to work, or was he just in his rage flying around the planet at high speeds, and it just happened to rewind time? I think <laughs> he was hoping for the best. Um, like, I mean, it yeah. is it is something that I think Super Friends does it too, where he's able to not necessarily he's able to go back in time. I don't necessarily think if the Earth goes back in time with him, but he's able to go back in time. Um, this film doesn't really make a care either way. I think he, I think, I, no, I think the film actually does have a montage where it shows that he's wrote, he's re, he's rotating the, the the timeline and he's going back, like the Earth's going back in time. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't believe it's a power he exhibits anywhere else. It's not a well, power look, he. It's a pre-crisis power. Yeah, I don't. I, what doesn't make any sense to me was just the fact that it's like so. Did he stop the earthquake from happening at all? Or I mean, I just because if when he comes to Lois, and I mean I know that this is technically being bat fanboy proverbially, but when he's there and and he afterwards he stops, he comes down Lois and he's otherwise uh, talking to her on the side of the road and she gets out of sight, her her car would have been swallowed by them and actual time line. So I I just I I don't know it was. Some of it was weird. I didn't. I didn't overly get it, but I. I don't know. It's obviously one of those things that we all point to in a you know, definitive Superman. So. Yeah, and you'll find. I mean, like, if this was originally supposed to be the ending of Superman two, uh, but when yeah. Richard Donner, Roy, I said he wasn't coming back for the second film, he decided to turn this into the ending of the first one. Honestly yeah. speaking, I prefer it here because I don't think it would have made any sense at the end of the second one either. I feel like that would have been a bigger cop yeah. out. Um, but yeah, well, what it was, what if I remember done when I was reading the finale originally. What yeah, happened? if I remember right, what it was is what it was is initially when they were uh, when they were filming it, it was like they wanted to put all of their kind of put all of their uh, eggs in one basket and really wanted to make sure that it was as best as it could be. So they they went ahead and just, just went ahead and 
did the, I guess they, they thought that, that him flying around the Earth was the best ending they could possibly have. So they went ahead and did that for the for the first one, said the second, because they said, it's, we need to make sure this is the best as it can possibly be. So that's, what, that's why I guess they ended up going with it. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, if there, oh, <laughs> I, I, I guess before we begin to wrap and stuff like that, we also have to talk about John Williams. <laughs> and, I mean, I think, you know, this is the definitive superhero yeah. theme song. Um, you know, like, ba- you know, Elfman has, the, Elfman has the Batman score, but since then we've had, you know, the Shirley Walker one for Batman name in the series. We've had the, um, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin theme. We've had the Hans Zimmer score for the Dark Knight trilogy. So Batman has gone through a lot of themes, but Superman, to this day, remains the theme. I'm sure it's going. I'm sure it's going to change with Man of Steel. But Superman Returns 20 years later had this theme. Superman the Animated Series used a version of this theme. Lois and Clark had a theme that sounded like this theme. It's the theme that kind of encompasses the series. You can't. It's hard to get away from. And, yeah, well, um, John, well, John Williams is the man. I mean, obviously, he did Star Wars, the Indiana Jones, and this. I mean, it's just there's something about it. It's so super iconic. It's just you you hear it and you think Superman, and so I they could not have done any better than what they ended up with. And it's hard to imagine a new Superman movie without it. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, but, you know, they have to get away from the shadow. I would also say, and I don't think this gets as much. I mean, we all know the Superman theme, but I also want to say that there's actually the theme that I actually enjoy in here, too. It's kind of goofy and playful. Like, it doesn't make him seem like a threat at all, but it is nice. And then there's the romance theme, which is kind of incorporated into the main theme, but it's usually um, it's used during the... Um, can you can you read my mind scene and stuff like that? And it's used again in Superman too, but it had you know a very nice theme as well. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes the help themes don't get as much respect. I think it's the same thing with Indiana Jones, where the romance theme is pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean it's just that it, it it I don't know there there really isn't anything to say other than it's just it's it's perfect. I mean I don't know the the. the I, I hate to say that it's the best thing about the movie, but it really is one of its strongest qualities. It's one of those things that stands out in your head, and whenever you hear it, you have to, you know, like, done. Um, and you know, it it works. It, it, it and it has that build up, it, especially during the opening yeah. credits, where it kind of you know, it show you builds up as stuff is flying through space, and then you kind of get to the beat of it, and it's like, yeah, this is Superman, <laughs> and yeah. you know. It ends the film too with him flying through space, and that's the theme you get, and that's again Superman in your head. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just, I guess trying to recap and to close this show out, since we love the number seven on our site so much, out of seven, what would you give Superman the movie? Wait, out of seven? Yes, out of seven. That is, that is a bizarre scale. Yes, I would explain it after the show ends. <laughs> um... <laughs> Issues with the ending and some of the aspects of Luthor's team aside, I think it's basically a seven. I mean, it is. I think it's still got like as we were talking about the theme. I think that perfectly 
that the theme encompasses what makes it wonderful is that it has a grandiose majesty to it that really, even even with among some of the, the other best superhero movies, I mean, hasn't in some ways in that regard hasn't really been matched. Like, it's easily in the top five movies based on comic books without a doubt. Okay, uh-huh. I would I would have to say uh, five. Oh, five. That is interesting. Myself, personally. I, I think that it... I would, well, my, my, my theory here is if seven is 100%, five would have to be 50. Or, excuse me, three would have to be 50. So it's a little bit better than 50, in my opinion. I think that the one thing that aged it the worst is the fact that it was done in 1970. You know, that made it most money. The only movie that did more than... <laughs> so the thing is, if you... Uh, if you're having, if you if you have a hard time with some of the uh, unrealistic sort of uh, camping, just realize that it's it's an old movie, you know. So I, I would I would say it's it, it's a very good movie. So yeah, I would. I I guess I will fit the difference and say six. Um, quite literally there. Um, yeah, I I have you know like I think my problem is it depends on how long it's been since I've seen this movie. The beginning can go one of two ways for me. It can either seem like a chore, again, because it is like an hour before we see our main characters and there's a lot of time spent in Smallville, but a lot of it doesn't really pay off in the end. Like, there's really, like, there's stuff in Smallville, but it doesn't really come back for the rest of the film. Um, um, and the plot, like, again, like, it's because it's such a long origin story, a lot of the stuff, like, the main villain and his plot doesn't get introduced until, like, the final act of the film when it's needed. So there's, like, not, you know, there's not this constant build-up. It's just, like, and, and we didn't touch on it, and this this always bothered me. His sex youth knows everything. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, yeah, Superman comes from the planet Krypton, so that must mean Kryptonite exists. And, like, like how did you know this? <laughs> like, he read it in a book somewhere. <laughs> And it's always bothered me like he has this fountain of information that nobody else should have access to, but it works for him. Um, so yeah, it's a good film. It's worth checking out. Um, it is, you know, it's the beginning of the superhero craze. You read um, the script? Have I read the script? <laughs> oh, he read the script. Yeah, who knows? He okay. is the greatest criminal mastermind the other, of all generations. The other so. thing is, yeah, that's a lot of The other thing the other thing is, if I were Superman, I always told Lois, take that lead that I have a week, I can't see through lead, take that out of that article, please, because I, <laughs> I don't need everyone to know that, and obviously Lex ends up using it against them, so I mean, there are things like that. Yeah, but I, I assume Superman thought, oh, you know, he probably thought just because he can't see through that, there was nothing that could hurt him, so he's like, he was kind of cocky, <laughs> or naive, who knows, um, so yeah. I want to thank David and James for joining me, and we'll be back next week with Superman 2.